0: of episodes in now and you totally get it. The But Why series asking all sorts of questions. These dialogues are going to get more raw, more real. And I am so grateful you're here. If you like this podcast, click subscribe, hit like, send me a message. I welcome questions, comments, gripes, and complaints. Also check out my awesome books on Amazon. Okay, here we go. Next episode of the But Why series. And we are recording. So awesome to have you guys on the podcast today. I'm I'm really glad you made time uh, to do this. And I know it's a little bit tricky with the time zone. So you guys are there in Australia. Can you just tell the listeners a little bit about what you guys do and how long you've kind of been involved in in this sort of stuff, this this research and these theory, these conspiracy theories?
1: Yeah, uh, I'll go. So I um, well, I'm a holistic health practitioner. I've been involved in this field for 15 about 15, just over 15 years um the i don't know everything that's happening now is nothing new to me it's been i've been doing it for ages i just haven't been outspoken like uh neil's been outspoken for quite a while whereas i've just kept to myself and uh it's only been recently that i've been speaking out about things yeah
2: yeah and we don't use the word conspiracy theories around here
0: either <laughs> <laughs> did you see my finger quote
2: that, 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 that word was actually yeah, I mean, that word was actually coined by the CIA to discredit people who are questioning the official narrative, you know. In the year 2020, um, we're living in a science fiction movie. Yeah, I mean, you can't think this shit up anymore. But um, yeah, I've been doing it for about probably six or eight years. And the way I kind of had my little awakening was uh, through an old industry I used to be part of. And I'm not going to say what it is because it's uh, in the underworld. And basically, I started to understand that. The government was complicit in um, the drug trade and many other things in Australia, and that pushed me to research and start to put the piece of the puzzle together. And then, from my own experience and people that I knew, I was like, wow, okay, so this is actually a global mafia organization, and it's run by the government in deep state. So, that was the first thing that started my awakening. I watched Zeitgeist, but then I also met a woman who was a meditation teacher around the same time, which is really important because. If you get caught up in the, the truth-seeking realms without a connection to spirit, nature, um, your inner work and things like that, you, you find people get really burnt out. So that was really helpful for me to maintain my sanity uh, during you know, the awakening, especially when not many people were awake. I mean, sorry, heaps of people were awake, but uh, around my area and things like that and your local friendship groups, you know, now everyone's waking up. So yeah, that was kind of, um, you know it can be tough at start, but you just got to push through And it's a clearing of the dead wood anyway, all these people who are just not really friends and all the rest of it. And everyone's just hanging out because of social groups and everyone's trying to be nice to people because of whatever, you know? So it it kind of clears that. And then you get some really solid, solid friends and community after that.
0: You know, my my very first kind of question that I had written down for you guys is why why do you think it is that now more than ever so many people are waking up? I mean, what what has shifted or what is happening, you know, globally that it's it's this massive kind of push all of a sudden?
1: Oh, so uh, sorry, Nate. I thought you were going to go. Uh, so, yeah, I reckon it's just because they are uh, screwed up with the with the COVID thing. I think they tried to push it too hard and. It's getting more and more ridiculous by the day. So I think that is what is, it's almost like they've done us a favor. They've given us this offer of these lockdowns and these, uh, you know, measures that they're trying to put in place, offers of mandatory vaccines and everything else that they want to put on the table. But at the same time, they're making it so ridiculous that it's I, it's strange that more people haven't, you know, come around to it and, and asking more questions. But like you've said, Michaela, a lot of people, a lot more than previously are now starting to ask questions. And even people who never questioned something like 9-11, where most of us questioned that the moment it happened. And then now people are saying 20 years later, oh, I wonder if that, you know, there's something in that. And that, so, you know, it's like they're catching up now, which is great. And I think it's the whole COVID thing that's actually started to get people thinking, well, maybe everything I've learned up until this point has not exactly been a reality or a truth. So I think that that's that's what's doing it plus you just get that snowball effect you know you get a few people in a community wake up and then just by you know a little bit of conversation or a little bit of a nudge in the right direction it you, then they affect five more then they affect 10 more and so on and so forth so I think we are getting to the point where we will get that critical mass where enough people a good proportion of the population will be able to be asking questions and thinking for themselves and that will be the turnaround point is what I feel yeah what about you Nate?
2: Yeah, totally agreed. Um, and what's happened is the Deep State, they've put their cards on the table, so they've shown us our cards because they don't have many left up their sleeve anymore. You know, they they were pushing for terrorism for many years and then people started aliens. waking up and realizing that, that terrorism... Yeah, aliens is probably the last card, you know, the fake yeah. alien invasion. Um, yeah. But basically they've left themselves wide open and when you've gone so far down you have to commit and what they've done they've had to commit to this timeline and I feel like it was a really sloppy job Dr Judy Wood where did the towers go and some videos like that she goes through all the information on what was happening during that 9-11 and there's so many layers to it and there's so many layers to this COVID because it's financial it's economic uh, it's indoctrination, it's mind control, it's freedoms, it's rights, it's liberties, it's checkpoints, it's bringing in 5G, bringing in smart cities. There's so many. And they've basically rolled out a lot that they wanted to do over the next 30 years in about three months. But what they've also done, they've awakened the sleeping giant. So, so many people who would never have questioned anything are messaging me, inboxing me. I actually um, just moved into a place recently. And I was like, I'm going to pull back from the internet and just do my own thing now and work in the gardens and all the rest of it. And that was at the start of COVID. I've never been on my phone so much in my life. I've never had so many family and friends and people who are completely asleep message me and ask me for information and content. So I've been like on my phone typing away like a psycho every day, thousands of messages, emails, phone calls, random people just calling from around the world, like cutting me off in my interviews. But it's good. You know what I mean? Now, obviously. The wave is kind of rolling, and I don't think it's going to be stopped. And the unfortunate thing is there's going to be a lot of um, uprisings. Some of them may be peaceful. Some of them may not be. But now we know who the enemy is, and it's the politicians. You know, the politicians uh, okay, what people don't realize is that this whole entire – system has so been entrenched by secret societies for so many years that people are just starting to realize that oh Maybe it's just not pedophiles in the Hollywood and the churches. Maybe they're in our politics Maybe they're in our police stations. So this is a thing people are understanding. Yes, something's going on But when you realize that there's uh, an elite group of Satanists who are worshipping off-world entities Whether you want to call them demons, jinns, entities, aliens, interdimensional beings, mm-hmm. you have to ask yourself, why are they sac- uh, sacrificing children? Why are they raping children? Why are they drinking the blood? Why are they doing all this stuff that no normal human would do? It makes you question uh, who are we living with? What are we living with? And why are these rituals going on? Why are these huge, big sacrifices going on? Which is war, which is terrorism, which is these um, opening ceremonies we see at the Olympic Games and things like that. Like, so obvious in our faces. So, they're obviously in a, in a time constraint. And they're obviously working with universal law where they're showing us. But this is the mind-blowing part. People have to realize that, hey, once you go up the pyramid, you start climbing up the pyramid of knowledge and gnosis and understanding inner work, the pyramid flips upside down, and then you enter the adult's room. And the adult's room is full of non-physical beings. It's full of Satanists, pedophiles, secret societies, and all types of disgusting stuff that most people don't want to know about. They're like, oh, years ago, they're like, Nate, oh, I don't want to know about that. That's, that's too intense. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, when your child gets abused, well, then maybe it will not be too intense for you, you know what I mean? I'm kind of pretty hardcore because it's like, guys, we're living in 2020 with all types of disgusting stuff happening. We can either bury our heads in the sand or we can go, right, we need to do something about this and Trump's not going to save us and QAnon's not going to save us and this imaginary military arrests and all these things. I don't think that that's going to happen. What's going to happen is that human beings, us, you, these people – we're going to wake up and we're just going to basically peacefully non-comply. We're going to go, no, I want my sovereignty back. I don't want to pay, you know, 50 years of my life to pay off a bank for a mortgage, for a loan, for a house that should be gifted to human beings with their birth certificate when you're born. You know, no, we're not going to have and consume bad food anymore. We don't want technology going up that hasn't been tested. Give us good technology and we'll embrace it. I'll be happy to have great Technology, just not shit that fucks me up and makes me sick. Like, let's be real about that. Same with the forced vaccinations and all these things. No one wants that. And the only reason the narrative is being pushed, it's like an old rusty can. They're kicking it down the street, they're constantly kicking it, and there's not much left. You know, that's why they're going so hard because so many people are waking up because it's common sense now. And consciousness and common sense are connected. As you raise in consciousness, your common sense increases because you're not blindfolded, you're not blinded by stupidity and by the news and by these lies and disinformation, it's obvious, it's, it's blatantly obvious. So I feel we're at a real tipping point where leaders need to stand up. This is a time where leaders need to step into their roles. And what I always do is I call out those people who are especially alpha males. There's not many alpha males left on the planet. They're watching football or they're playing football or they're playing gridiron or they're doing MMA or they're in the gym, they're kickboxing. They're self-serving themselves. And this is a design just like the gladiators to keep all the alpha males locked into a system where they're kind of busy you know all these fighters and kickboxers and mma people they're not going to lose their contracts if they speak out about vaccines they'll lose their contracts same with the football players they're gagged here in australia when these footy players could be basically on the front line doing what needs to be done which is removing evil from power and these guys are unelected leaders they're not elected leaders we don't like our prime minister We don't like our politicians, we hate them in fact. They're pathetic, they're nothing like us, they're scum. They don't work for Mother Earth. They don't look after human beings. If we had real politicians and real leaders in this world, we would have a world with no poverty. We wouldn't have people like Bill Gates injecting people with vaccines. Why don't you use your money bill and implement food forests in Africa? Why don't you give them water? Why don't we do a water supply like Gaddafi did in in Africa? before NATO bombed it with depleted uranium. You know, these are things that real, uh, for, for the do. They go out there and they create food, free energy devices. They create community, they help the world. But what are they doing? The exact opposite that right. we've been lied to for so many years. We've been mind controlled for so long to believe that Bill Gates is somehow helping the planet. Some people actually still believe that. That's the mind blowing thing, that there's still people on the internet that go, oh, look what Bill Gates has done for the world. Then they start ranting about polio and measles. And it's like, guys, you have a computer in your hand with all the information on the world, and you're still talking about polio. Like we actually eradicated polio with a vaccine, which we didn't, you know? So it's kind of like, we have to be a little bit humble, and I get aggressive at times, because I'm like, really? Are we still here talking about these things? but it's because of the news. The mainstream news is the only reason that any of this fuckery is still going on because it's been played for 40, 50 years over and over again. And if you tell someone a lie over and over again, eventually they'll believe it. Some people will believe it because it's called mind control. It's MKUltra. It's NLP. It's consistently placing an idea into your head which you don't believe in but when you're toxic, when your body's toxic, when your mind is swimming in a, tea of, a sea of toxic soup, it's very hard for people to connect with the intuition and go, um, I don't know if I believe in that or not. So it's all connected, food, health, spirituality, money, education, indoctrination, you know, it's all there in one big octopus. And for you to understand it, you need to understand that there's like 20 arms coming off it. It's not just about spirituality. It's not just about eating good food. It's just so many facets. So. Most people get overwhelmed when they jump into this reality because not only do you have all that going on, then you have all the truth seeking stuff, the interdimensional stuff and all the disgusting things all wrapped into one big ugly octopus, which has been here for a long time. So I know that was a mouthful, but it's very hard to give a real rundown on what's happening unless you have five or six hours to explain each topic and then wrap it in, which David Icke does really well, actually. (laughs) (laughs)
0: No, I was thinking about the indoctrination and I was thinking how, you know, I've asked these questions for so long in my life and wondered how so many people could just be so ignorant to the basic, but why? Like the answer just because it never sat right with me. That's never been okay enough. And so to me right now, I'm having a hard time even associating with people who, who can't even step outside of themselves for a second to just ask the question. Like At some point, all of these coincidences, all of this symbolism, all of these things aren't coincidence anymore. At some point, they become fact and they become something that we should be questioning, that we should be challenging. I mean, here in America, I don't know if you guys have much of this there, but the indoctrination of victimhood is so prevalent right now and that things are being done to you. Well, in fact, you chose by by choosing to stick your head in the sand. And and some of us, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, I grew up in this same public school system. I grew up in that system. How come I how come I have the ability to step outside of that and ask these questions? I'm curious about that because I think that a lot of people right now are not. And they're choosing you know, rather like organizations like BLM rather than than building green space and food forests, like you're talking about, they're driving buses and bricks into these inner cities for riots you know it's mind-blowing to me that people would still continue to support an organization like that
1: yeah go nate
2: (laughs) i was just gonna say the indoctrination is it's very thick you know i mean and um if people are going to continue watching the news well that's the outcome you're going to have what jason christoph said in our interview recently he said if you see someone that have a big television and they have no books in the house You can pretty much guarantee that person's highly indoctrinated and that's um, generally uh, an indication of intellect if someone reads are you reading or are you flipping through posts quickly having a quick look because social media youtube and the mainstream news is the biggest form of mind control we have and facebook is cia book it's run by uh, mossad israeli intelligence zuckerberg's a fake billionaire just like elon musk just like epstein possibly even bill gates these guys are just put in power Uh, in place as a mouthpiece for what's going on behind the scenes. Microsoft is just basically a a tracking organization. All the computers and all the Windows computers, they've all got tracking chips and stuff in it so they can monitor everything you do, regardless of being a big business and making money. It's all about our information, our data. And the thing is, what it looks like is that this beast that these people are trying to bring in is possibly artificial intelligence, the metal god this is what it seems to be stemming towards they're so obsessed with pushing 5g phone towers frequency smart everything and hooking humans up to some form of artificial intelligence uploading our clouds to the brain having chips in our eyes so we can see the internet nanotechnology being sprayed in the geoengineering which is factual you can look it up you can get a dark field microscope and you can look at it yourself if you don't believe it so i feel like maybe all these lower level agendas are actually not even really important they're just a distraction for them implementing this 5G, 6G takeover, which is bathing every single inch of Mother Earth with 5G technologies, or 6G, which is the satellites they're putting up for Elon Musk's um, Falcon 2 X rocket, where they're putting up 60 uh, satellites at a time, and they want to basically connect the whole Earth with Skynet, which is basically in that Terminator movie, which is a pretty uh, close indication of what we're heading to at the moment, right? All these movies are showing us in plain sight what they're up to, what they're doing
0: inception the matrix eyes wide shut da vinci code i mean we're literally it's almost like they're it's almost like they're teasing it it's almost like they're just giving it to you on a platter in plain sight i mean the church of satan talks about cannibalism human sacrifice all these things plainly on their website they're not even trying to hide it and it seems like what you talked about earlier humans can't handle it like we didn't we don't want to believe it therefore we stick our heads in the sand to, and we think that it's just not going to be there if we can't see it and while we were doing that it was rising up it was becoming bigger and more powerful than ever before
1: yeah absolutely and it's also just to go back to what you were saying before Michaela, about school you know it's like everything is an offer and there's nothing there's nothing in this path that we have in life that is just kind of set in stone and it's easy so we're always given the opportunity to choose how we live our life we can choose to stick our head in the sand or we can choose to open our eyes and ask questions the matrix movie did that perfectly with a red and blue pill analogy and um, you know we we've just I don't know what you were like in school but did you when you're in like primary school and middle school and high school and things did you question things did you get in trouble occasionally for questioning things even at that age <laughs> Yeah always yeah yeah so me too so those
0: stone and myself sabotaging nature just like right there
1: (laughs) yeah right yeah well so like there's a lot of us that uh we did question things in school but there were a lot more kids that just didn't and then they just continued to to follow that indoctrination they've always been given the opportunity to think differently but choose not to it's not no one can ever say, oh, I was never told or oh, nobody ever gave me that opportunity because we all have always, all of the time. And it's the actual very definition of an adult is somebody that takes responsibility for what they create from moment to moment. That's the definition of spirituality as well, essentially. Whereas what most people are is seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 year old children walking around in adult bodies. And then oh, it's the government's fault. It's mommy and daddy did this to me, so therefore this, or You know, I never have the opportunity. I can't do this. I can't do that. That's what most people are walking around with. So when you say, how can most people not see what we see? That's the reason. It's because they are not adults yet. They have not embraced their own uh, sovereignty, their own responsibility, their own godliness, where they are the masters of their own domain, so to speak. And they get to choose what they create in the world. They They are just on a conveyor belt just being processed down the line. And they're they're actually that, like you said, that is their choice. That is 100% their choice and their responsibility. Mm. So to maybe ask a little bit about why that may be the case, that's when you start looking into not just our biological age, but our evolutionary age, where some of us have been, are a lot older than others. And so if we are a bit older than others, and we are the types that are taking responsibility for ourselves, I think part of that responsibility is to treat the others like they are kids and not uh, berate them or, you know, like call them idiots and yell at them and try to shake them out of their slumber. It's almost like we need to be a little bit more uh, compassionate and empathic towards them where as if they were five-year-olds. And therefore, rather than try to tell or berate or whatever, maybe we can inspire them. So by us acting in ways that are in uh, accord with, you know, walking our a higher path or just walking a self-realized path through life, that doesn't look like somebody that's high and mighty or, or anything like that. That just looks like somebody who is calm, who is uh, happy, who is content w- with the world around them, no matter what the world looks like. When they see you as an adult figure, they go, well, there's something about Michaela that just really, I feel safer now that I'm just around her or I'm, I feel like happier. I don't feel stressed or sad now. Why is that? What is it about her? So it's our state of being that then helps these ones that are younger to just say, well, maybe I can be like that. Or what is it about her? And then that kind of, I think that's what gives them the opportunity then to start asking more questions. Whereas we, Nate, you are probably the same in school. Like my whole, my whole way through school, I did really well at school because I just was my, my parents educated me when I was young. I just am able to pick up information really quick. But at the same time I had a lot of enemies in school because I, um, I asked questions and they didn't like me asking questions and I'll be like, no, but why? Like, I wouldn't just take it. I say, no, but why? Like explain that to me. That doesn't make sense. You're saying this, but I'm seeing that. So why? What's, and Oh, don't stop asking questions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you talk too much. <laughs> get <of> <laughs> get you get shamed for questioning the narrative.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So for us, I think it's been, it's been a lifelong thing and the amount that we've woken up is dependent on our paths, but the fact that we questioned it, early is that's kind of set us up for where we are now whereas right. other people just haven't had that they've been in the blissful the blue pill kind of a state you know so yeah. it's uh it's not it, we can't make anyone do that and I think part of our path as well is to be uh, okay with the way the world is to understand that there's light and dark there's uh you know there's everything in the world and we can still walk our own path and not be perturbed by you know what else goes on
0: Yeah, I like that description. I mean, it really explains a lot of kind of what I've been struggling with as far as understanding. Um, You know, one of the things that I've been up against lately is a lot of people who are skeptical or they say to me that they fact check using things like Snopes, which I'm like, ah, but to me, you know, in going down in going down and doing, I've always been like a researcher person, like when they had the access to LexisNexis in college, because I was a I was going for journalism. I, I loved it. I could kind of dig in deep and, and formulate my own opinion um, from the research that I had done or my own narrative. But a lot of people say, well, you can find anything to support your belief. And so how do you kind of counter people that say that, that say, well, you, you know, you can find anything you want to support that. That's, that doesn't make it not a conspiracy theory or that doesn't make it untrue or true either way. What do you guys say to those kinds of people?
1: Yeah, Nate, you deal with them all the time. Um,
2: it depends, you know, there's people online who are actually paid to be there. Uh, and there's people online who are also infiltrated mentally by this system, by this AI, whatever it is. Have you guys um, been thinking about something lately? Not speaking about it in front of your computer, but thought about it and it's come up on the ads?
0: Literally happened, okay. so, so we happened are... yesterday. I was thinking I need to order. I'm not even kidding. This is freaky as fuck. I was thinking I need to order nest pads for my chicken coop. Went on my phone and the first thing up from Amazon was nest pads for a chicken coop.
1: yeah
2: right so so basically what i I interviewed a a scientist called harold kautz veller uh, many years ago and this guy was talking about this stuff 15 years ago he was so far ahead of the time 13 different degrees incredibly spiritual guy and super super smart i highly recommend watching his videos Uh, he is next level but anyway he was talking about nanotechnology and how interfaces of humans and how it's already in us and it's interfacing with the frequencies so We are basically almost partially linked up to the internet already. That's why they want the internet bathing the whole entire planet because then they can track you and and mind control you and do things with you already. And there's some part of it they're talking about, um, you know, using our DNA. And anyway, I'm not going to go too woo today. But basically some people are paid to be there and they're called shills. They're called trolls. And their job is to be on there all time and try and curb the narrative. So you don't want to be um, interacting with these people and arguing with them because it's their job. They're going to argue to the 10th to the degree. Now, I don't know anyone on this planet who would fucking promote the mainstream narrative. That's like promoting a Samsung television when you don't even sell them. That's like promoting McDonald's, telling people, you should go to McDonald's. It's just, it makes no sense and no one does it seriously. You have people who are in ego, who wanna be right, but all they are is people who are uneducated and haven't done the research and they don't have the level of consciousness to put the piece of the puzzle together. They're all in the mental realm. And this realm is not just a mental realm. This is a spiritual realm. This is a non-physical realm. This is a touch, feeling, love, connection realm. If you can't piece those puzzles together, you end up like a scientist who can only look at math and research and come up with a, a prothesis because of um, the data rather than what about placebo? What about nocebo? What about the fact that people can meditate in a group? and can lower the crime rate in certain areas up to one month. How do you prove that? How do you put that into science? They can't. So this is a disconnect between science and spirituality, and also people who are running uh, you know, programs on the internet. So they're partially being infiltrated by the AI. So these people who are full of heavy metals, especially heavy metals is the, the way in. You become a receptor. You become like an antenna, a big piece of aluminium walking around where these frequencies can affect you much more profoundly than someone who's clean, clear, and they have their uh, you know, consciousness uh, you know, working for them, as opposed to being splattered all over the internet. So you have the, tr- the shills, the trolls who are paid. Um, there's an interview with a guy, Max Egan, and a dude called Lockstep. Now this is a very, very good interview, and he talks about Israeli intelligence, Mossad, and how there's 10,000 people worldwide who are in these shill tanks. So they're basically a room, with hundreds of phones in there and people commenting on all these posts, that's their job. They're in India, they're in Israel. So you have this full time on the internet trying to curve the narrative because they know this narrative is based upon, uh, it's a war for your mind. It's a silent war with secret weapons. And this is the thing, I just got actually deleted off my local page, it's called Mullumbites. And in our area in Australia where me and Tom live, it's the most conscious area in Australia no one vaccinates around here people get it you walk in the streets people are into earthy clothing clothing they're into not using name brands they filter their water they have their gardens growing people talk there's meditations and stuff going on all over the place so on a perspective what you have to do is think about what would i do if i was evil i would try and infiltrate all those pages and all those places where people are conscious i'd come in i'd pay people and I have as many people as I can tacking them to try and wear them down. Because the last thing, like there's a lot of old women and stuff on this page who messaged me once I came onto the page and they said, thank you so much, Nate. Thank you, because we're being afraid to post because we're getting attacked so much by these people. And generally it's one person with 15 profiles. So this person will be commenting on all his own different profiles and attacking all these people. And it makes you feel like you are just by yourself and you're getting attacked by all these people. But actually, in fact, it's one person being paid with many profiles. Now, the everyday muggle, you have to try and meet them on their level. And like muggles are using Harry Potter, someone who doesn't have magic. And that's a bit demeaning. But once again, we are in 2020 and people have a, a telephone in their hand. You know, there's really no excuse for ignorance. But like Tom said, we do have to be a little bit accepting and like meet them on their level. So what I do is when I meet people on the internet, I will drop hints and do seeds and things like that, and I'll gauge with their energy, gauge with their profile, gauge with their writing. Do I give this person some information or are they completely closed off to it? So a lot of people just need to family because you, you know your friends are long open to the people you don't know when you meet them on the street and someone else will wake up your friends and family. It's going to happen anyway. And generally you just need three seeds to be planted and a person will awaken. So what I do is I, I gauge people on the internet, I see how they are and I'll either be nice to them, give them information send them links or I'll just get out the sledgehammer and I'll knock them out of the park and I'll just make them look like a complete fool on the internet. And generally that's enough for them to stop posting and to rethink what they're doing. If they post something really stupid, I'll just come on all the facts and all the information and then there'll be hundreds of people kind of messaging on my message anyway because we have, me and Tom have quite decent followings and we have a lot of people around us who are very educated now.
0: I, I find, too, that if People I just... They're doing
2: you, the research. They're looking in... Hmm. Yeah, they're I like
0: find a, too, that if I just put little bits of information um, that lead them to a question that they can't... that there are a lot of people that are willing to go and kind of ask like, well, let me research that a little bit. Let me find out more about that. But if I tell them they don't respond as well. And I think that's true of human nature in general. We, we do better when we're faced with as I mean, just from our old reptilian brains, like we're hardwired to answer questions to solve problems. So I think that that approach does, does work in fact, very well. One of the things I recently saw and I thought, Oh my gosh, these, these people are going to wind up, you know dead like they're gonna be is commit suicide suicide or whatever were these two people that were talking about this program that was uh one of the high military intelligence systems i don't know exactly which organization but um that they they not only use your searching data and your stuff like everything that you're doing on the internet they're using to learn about you and then they compile that data and overlay it on cities and then they can tell what they need to do in that city to manipulate people, which was just utterly mind blowing to me. Like, so, if, for example, where I'm at here, um, the, these kinds of independent thinkers in the area where I live is very similar to what you what were driving, and it's going to take a different type of thing to manipulate this community to act a certain way than it would, you know, an inner city in Washington or something like that. And I was mind blown that they came out and they shared this, but what was crazy is my grandpa's been talking about this stuff for years. And we, we wrote him off, you know, we called him crazy. We said, Oh, that's the agent orange talking or whatever. But now it's like, he's not that he's not that far off, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's been like that for a while, you know, that like we, we are like this now, you know, with the, with environmental stuff, for example, like I got really heavily into environmental uh, you know issues and and really watching what I was doing after I turned about 21, 22. But the reality is is that for the first 21 years of my life I went through a ton of plastic. I didn't know where things went after I purchased them. And but there was people decades before me saying all that. So we don't it's not really our fault. It's only I think there's only the karmic ramifications when the moment we are presented with the reality, if we then still choose to go that blue pill route, until then we're essentially innocent because we haven't really, do you know what I mean? We haven't been doing that, consciously making those decisions to destroy But when we are offered that ability to now see, and then we choose to to not see still, then there's karmic ramifications for that. And we, I think we get to that point when we are ready. There's no like maybe we were too young before we were emotionally, physically or spiritually not mature enough to handle stepping into this life of awareness. And I think that can happen at age five. It could happen at 85. You know, there's no like right wrong or the the, the right time for that to happen. It's just, it happens for each of us differently. And, but that, you know, if anyone's listening and they think, well, you know, I, yeah, my, I thought my dad was crazy or my mom or my sister was crazy. And now I realise what they'll say for the last 20 years was true. Um, it's okay it's just as long as now that you know you you uh, embrace that you don't just go back to how it was before and and they oh well what if you know you got what evidence you have for that or you know everybody knows that polio was cured by vaccines or whatever they say and I say I have some evidence for that I say well what makes you think that or I'll say, you know, always ask questions and I don't do it like antagonistically. I'll just ask some questions until usually two or three questions in, they can't answer the question anymore. Right. And they'll either, like you said, they'll go, Hmm, well, maybe I will go and do some research on that or they'll just shut up and walk away because yeah. they can't handle it. And, but either way, it's okay. Because that's just uh, you know, you've given them an opportunity and that's all we're really required to do. We don't think for them. We just have to give people an opportunity to, uh, to think a little differently. So the other way that I'll do it is, uh, rather than just asking questions as well, um, what tends to happen is that if we hold a certain belief to the human ego, the belief is safety and security. So we believe in God, for example, because the belief in a God makes us feel all right and good, or I'll go to heaven or I'll do this, the way religious people think. But a belief is not a knowing. So that can easily be taken away if that is taken away you now have no sense of safety and security so what we need to be mindful of is that when we're dealing with people who are currently asleep as we put it they are asleep because that is their safety and security place and if we were to take that away and not replace it with something that's why they are so resistant to learning something new however if we can say look I, i totally understand that you know that's how you felt but the thing is, if uh, you know, like, if you look at me and you look at my friends, you know, none of us are scared. None of us are this, that, and the other. And it's like, if you wanted to, I'm more than happy to show you, uh, you know, how we eat or how we do this or how we do that. So now, rather than just pull the rug out from under them and they're in limbo and they're in space and they're falling, it's like we can actually you can replace, you know, their belief system. We can just go, well, you don't have to fall. It's like we can show you how you can look after yourself and still be more safe and secure than you were with that belief system. So it's like an upgrade as opposed to, you know, where am I and what am I doing and who am I? That's a scary place for a lot of people to be, especially when they are younger in a lot of cases than perhaps we are.
0: I like that and and the other thing too is you know I I got recently told by my astrologer that uh you know there's there's a boat and I'm going to be ferrying people through these waters and uh not everyone's going to get on the boat and that's okay I have to be prepared to just let leave those people behind and that's not my personality type you know my personality's like we're all going <laughs> you know so it's been a real shift for me to have to let go of like that, like a lot of people really that um that aren't that aren't here, like. But I like what you said about replacing it, making it an upgrade, and like, and kind of coming at it from that direction. Um, one of the questions I've been getting a lot is, okay, so so now we're woke, right? We have all this information. What now? Where do we go from here? And a lot of people, at least in America, think that this is all. About the election. They think, you know, as soon as the election is over, then life's gonna go back to quote normal, unquote. And, and that's just not reality. We're never going back to where we were. And why would we want to, right? But um, that, I get that a lot. I get, well, as soon as the election's done, we're going back to normal. And the other people who are like, uh uh-uh, oh, we ain't going back to normal, they're wondering, well, what now? Like, how can I, what, what do you recommend for that? Like, how do you move forward with this knowledge? Because once you see it, you can't unsee it, you know?
2: Mm. um, the issue is people still believing in a a voting system is ridiculous in the first place you know all sides are tied up regardless yeah i feel trump's done a lot of great things but maybe it's just a facade to make people believe that he's on our side so then they can implement the technology which they are anyway it's being rolled out now and in the end doesn't really matter but what has to happen is people need to vote for themselves they need to vote with their dollars they need to use their voice, they need to speak up, create community, start doing things that are going to implement a better world, which is growing food. Whether you have a balcony at your house and you can put a little food thing there, just a little plot, that's a good start. People need to start taking one step in the right direction each day and then everything's going to fall apart. Once we stop supporting these corporations, once we stop watching the Hollywood movies and all this garbage, everything falls apart because we all, people always say them and us but really, it's just us. We're just fighting ourselves. We're divided up and we're fighting ourselves. Who works in government? Fucking mostly humans do. Who works in the police force? Humans. So we need to wake these people up in a, in a beautiful way. And they need to have community to, to fall onto, like Tom said. Because without community, um, you've got nothing. You know? You're alone. And that's what they want. They want people in cities with millions of residents around them, but you, you don't know a single person. 5,000 friends on Facebook, but you have two real friends in the world. That's kind of what um, unsocial media is about. So the best thing we can do for moving forward is create community in our area. And what I always say to people is that if you have a bunch of people in your area, you know, you should be checking in on them. You should, be, you should know, your, know your neighbors, five houses each direction. You should know all your neighbors and invite them over for dinner. Once a month, you have a gathering and talk. What do you guys reckon? What can we do to support each other? Okay, invite your friends over and have tea, have coffee, have dinner, sit around the fire. Do all the things we're supposed to be doing and that we were doing for thousands of years before we got into the cities. Sit in front of the fire. The fire has light codes, it has information. If you can get people to sit around a fire, I guarantee you information will flow. Consciousness will flow, people will feel connected. That's why they don't want people burning fires. They're trying to ban fires because it's so uh, intrinsically innate to us, to our health. The sun and fire, it's the same thing. It's the same frequencies. You don't get the sun, you're not gonna feel very good. You don't get in front of a fire. If you don't have the sun, you're not gonna be feeling good either. Same with not grounding, not earthing, not walking around bare feet. The simple things that keep us connected, especially when you're living in a city and you're connected to technology all the time, you need to disconnect. You need to get back into all the things that make us feel good. The ocean, nature, trees, you know, get your clothes off, get in the sun, keep it simple. You know, um, this whole divide and rule situation, which has been going on for ages, can be ended so quickly. Some good music, some good people, hugging, connection, all those things we forget about that make us feel good. Dogs, animals, pets, you know, like, go back to that. And don't put all your time and energy into Trump and all these things. Why would we need Trump when we can self-manage ourselves? You know, we we can do everything we need to do with our own community, our friends and families, and that's that whole thing, you know. Um, and your local area, you're good. What are you gonna worry about? You're locked down. You're tight. you're solid, you're supportive. You got food, you got friends, you got family. If the police come and try and take you out of your house because you've done a post about COVID, well then 10 of your neighbors are gonna turn up and they're gonna be like, you can go away. Because we are actually are the majority. And one thing that I want is for us to band together. And that's what's happening right now. We're gonna march coming up in Sydney at the moment. And it's on actually September five. And this is gonna be the thing you're gonna see everywhere. We're doing a massive march around Australia. And it's, an, it's a basically a march for freedom. And what's the one thing we can all agree on? No matter what religion, race, color, or culture you are, <clears throat> we're losing our freedom. We finally have something as a global community, an earthly community we can all agree on and we can all fight for. And this is worth fighting for because people thought they were free before, but most people don't actually know what real freedom looks like. I have a, a glimpse of what this world could be, because we have all the money, resources, power, and humans on earth to create heaven on earth. And we cannot allow this new normal to become the new normal. The new normal needs to be that dream, that vision that we all have of how we could be living, how our children could be growing up, the education system, the monetary system, all these things can be just changed and altered. And everyone, every single man, woman, child on this planet could be living peacefully, comfortably without working like a slave nine to five. We don't have to do that. That's just imaginary. We can get rid of things that don't work for us. Very simply, there's a few tired, old, scared men who are holding on for dear life. And they're shitty themselves because the masses are waking up. And unfortunately for them, they're either going to get put in prison or they're going to get ripped out of their houses and they're going to get killed in the streets. That's the outcome for these people who have been murdering people, creating wars and divide for the last however long since recorded history, these people, these bloodlines have been there and their time is up. So this is where we're at right now.
0: I'll tell you, I've been, um, I did a 30, 30 minute, at least 30 minute meditation in the sauna the other day, uh, the other night, because I've been, I've been having to meditate that long every day, just to, just to be like halfway grounded. And uh, my message was pull it in <laughs> close. And I mean, I, I do, I have a garden, I have chickens, I, I do all of that, but the, the, the message was like, close community preparation, all of that. And I think that, I think that you're spot on is something that all of us individually can be doing right now. We can be, be taking little action and living like humans. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing with the technology, right? Is we've completely removed the human component up where we live. We do a lot of camping trips and There is something incredibly powerful when all of our friends get together and we're sitting around the campfire and the kids are on people's laps and everybody's just kind of zoning, you know, staring at the flame. And there is a a collective conscience that's lifted from that experience. And so, um, you know, I built a five-foot fire pit in my yard just so that I could do that on the daily here. Um, But I think that you bring up super good points. Um, One of the things that I've been feeling really heavily is like, this sense of impending doom. I mean, do you think things are going to get a lot worse before they get better? I mean, do you think we're going to see no food in the grocery stores and things like this? I mean, you hear about these things. What do you think about that?
1: I don't think it's things are offers. So what happens is they're saying this, but it's just, it's just me. It's like me going, uh, oh, Michaela, I like your plant and your couch there. I'm just going to come to your house and take it. And <laughs> if, if you start going, oh my God, oh no, Tom's coming to my house and he's taking my plant and my cat. Ouch, uh, I don't think so. No, this is mine. You can get, you can get get lost. You know, then that's so. What I said to you, I stated it like it was a statement, but it's only an offer. It's only up to you whether or not that becomes a reality, and you can will it in by being like that. So when the TV is telling people, "Oh, we're going to make vaccines mandatory," there's going to be food shortages. There's going to be this and that. And then people start going, oh, my God, there's going to be this and that. And they're sharing it all over social media and they're calling their friends. Oh, my God, are you scared? I'm so scared. This is going to happen. It's like it's not going to happen. You're going to make it happen because you're not watching your thoughts and you're not deciding what you want in life. And that's why we that's why we are where we are. Like people have literally bent over, got out the lube, stuck it inside of them. And they've just said, hey, come and enter me. That's what that's what people have done with. That's what the government is. They're just going, hey, look, I'm, I'm ready to go. You just bend over and I'll come inside. And that's what people are doing. It's not, it's not that they have to let that happen. They have willingly let that happen. So to answer your question, that's just an offer and it's up to us to just say, "Look, no thanks. that's we're, we're going to create something different. But the key is the, the big key is, are there enough people that want to create something new? Because unless we allow this creative energy that made us, and to create through us, and we stop letting other people determine how we use our own brains, at the moment, people think for us. If we start thinking for ourselves, that's the end of their game. So, you know, like in uh, locally here, we regularly, there's groups of us that regularly get together, like you guys have both said, round a fire, and we chat, and things happen. And we're creating new things. We're creating networks of local business directories. Where, and if there's, you know, we're just that now. And this is actually, Nate, I'm going to do a live before the um, September 5th thing because I think people need to uh, understand this principle that there's an old saying that if all the money in the world was just completely redistributed evenly between everyone on earth, within about six months, those that were poor will be poor again and those that were millionaires will be millionaires again because of the way that we, uh, you know, relate to ourselves and the the world, the way we relate to value, the way we consume versus invest. And all that sort of stuff. The money came in this utopian world that people think they want, unless they are at that level of being able to have that. It's like saying, "I want the best guitar in the world." Never play guitar. What use is that? Function without this rule and regulation of the authoritarian body, which only exists because we allow it. They don't actually have the power. We allow them. We give it to them. So the uh, the the whole purpose of that little speech was that. If, if we don't decide what we're creating and if we don't actively create the new, then we, no matter what happens, we're always going to be under the thumb of those that assume. So um, I think, we're, especially with this March coming up, people need to be mindful of not just going against what is currently there, because either way you feed it, but what is it that we're creating that is new and different? And as far as food shortages, let's just say it went that way, Michaela. I think that's a great thing. So, why would I think that's good? Why would I think that's good? Because it will, people will say, look, there's no food. It's like, I got to grow people, it. <laughs> well, they eat junk food all day because their cupboard's full of junk food. But if the cupboard was bare of junk food, they're not going to eat junk anymore. And supermarkets are essentially filled with junk. So, if that uh, supply chain from the agribusiness, the industrialized complex, is halted, good. Now people are going to go, shit, I need food, I'll grow it. Or maybe I have to find out about where food actually comes from. Oh, it comes from farms. Holy crap. I never knew. It doesn't come from a supermarket. So now they can start, you know, going down that path. And, you know, people don't realize this, but in other parts of the world who don't have disease, they eat a lot of bugs, insects, worms, berries that grow on trees. There's so many succulents that grow on the beach, literally, that you can eat. And people don't even know their food. They walk right past them. And so there's food all around us. You know, the earth provides, the earth has always provided shelter, food, water, love, warmth, community for free, always, ever. And we just distance ourselves from that because we buy into this fake system yeah. that is offered to us. And like I say, it's offered and we have accepted. So it's literally a matter of can we stand up, stand our own, on our own two feet, and make our own decisions? And if we can, the future looks great. And if not, well, people are going to go through a bit of a rough time. And I'm okay with that personally. I think as long as we always, we have our hand out, we can't go and grab people. We can put our hand out. If they take our hand, great. If they don't, well, that's their decision. And that's cool. That's that's like God working, having all of his experiences. He needs to have that experience of taking responsibility uh, to be our responsibility. So other people need to perform that role. And it's not up to us to judge or whatever. We just do what we need to do.
0: Yeah, that's epic. That's right. epic. What I mean, one of the things that's utterly mind-blowing is how willingly though and this is what terrifies me, how willingly people are masking their their faces, they're willingly just giving <laughs> up their freedoms and their rights and they're willingly eating toxic foods and they're, you know, really willingly doing these things and and I mean, that's I think been the hardest part for me is so many people you know, have this like cognitive dissonance. They just don't even want to, uh, as, you know, have this awakening. And that's, that's been really challenging, but I love what you said. And I love that, you know, everybody's in a different phase. Everybody's in a different space. Is there anything else that you guys, I know we've been on for an hour. I don't want to take up your whole, your whole day there, but is there anything else you guys want to talk about or share?
1: No, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, I think it's, it's, uh, it's pretty I think, you know, it's pretty clear where we're at and where we need to go. And it's literally just, uh, you know, when people like yourself have podcasts, it's good because it just gives more people an opportunity to, uh, to have an opportunity. You know, it's not we're, we're not. None of us are telling people what to do. We're just explaining how we've through a lot of research and experience that we've found the world to be. Uh, we have found how we can be and as a result and uh, you know I know that just for dealing with a lot of people I'm a lot happier and more content with myself and with life than a lot of people I don't have stress in my life so it's kind of if people resonate with that and then they might want to find out how that's possible but if not that's cool too so we're giving people the opportunity to uh, create something different with their lives if they want and that's I think that's really all we can do and that's a it's a it's a great thing to be able to offer. And uh, whether or not people take that direction is completely up to them, I think.
2: Exactly. Thanks that, Tom. That uh, that last feel was really, really good. Yeah, So and for people out there, man, look after your health, honestly. That's the simplest thing I can say. Look after your health. Don't even focus on diseases and things like that. All these names that the medical system has given all these diseases and things, they're just toxicity of the body. It's the body has toxins in it. It's an acidic state. Uh, And it's the devoid of minerals, nutrients, and oxygen. That's all it is. It's the same with every single thing. AIDS, whatever. You can cure it all. You can cure all things. And now a lot of people are looking for that. What's that stuff called that um, they're saying is a cure for COVID? Um,
0: The hydroxychloroquine.
2: Yeah. Right. So, I mean, this has been around forever. MMS. MMS has been around and it cures like all diseases or all sicknesses. It chelates metals. It it oxygenates the body. I met Jim Humble in Bali, and it, it cures malaria in four hours, you know? So if you are really worried, just get some MMS. It's like 25 bucks. It's been proven. It's, it's been tested on 4 million people worldwide, and it's cured every single thing from AIDS to you know skin problems. It's got thousands and thousands of uses, and it's $25. It's the simplest thing. It's water purification. it oxygenates the body. It, it does everything, you know? And I met is that good like old bloody Jim perox- Humble. I've heard
0: about hydrogen peroxide for healing. Is that like that? Like food no, grade? This,
2: this is like that on steroids. It's MMS, Magic Mineral Solution. And if you go onto my website, innateawareness.com, or type in uh, Sasha Stone, uh, a humble story. Um, I was with Sasha over for the World Health Summit and Jim was there. And yeah, I mean, he's been curing everything. It, he, basically, they took um, MMS to um, Africa, and they're curing everyone with malaria in less than four hours. And then the Red Cross was super excited, but then when the message got back to the Red Cross head operations, who are, you know, Satanists and Freemasons, uh, they basically got rid of the video and said, oh, it doesn't work, the testing was wrong, because they want the vaccine in these African people because it's part of the agenda. So that's how entwined this system is, I said earlier. So that's why we have to empower ourselves, because you can trust yourself, you know? Why give money to a corporation or to a, to a foundation and things like that? Just find out yourself, do the research yourself, get your own communities and that together. And exactly what Tom said earlier, what are they going to do to us? They're not going to do nothing. We're going to rise up and we're going to end this. So that's my kind of uh, finishing thoughts is like empower yourself to know that we are so powerful and there's so many of us. And the second you speak out, other people will start speaking out it's that kind of hundred monkey effect. The more you research, the more you learn, the more you become a better version of yourself. Everyone around you will automatically do that because there'll be an immune system match and you'll find your divine partner as well. That person you've been looking for, maybe they're up here and they're waiting for you to raise your frequency to get a little bit healthier. And then you'll find that person. So it's a really important role is to get into your health, get off the products, get off the oils and all the, the, the carcinogenic stuff that isn't good for your health. Get off the process, package foods, and start filtering your water. You know I mean? Simple things. Nature. Follow nature and you'll be fine. So, yeah, look in the gym, Humble. Check him out. You can buy stuff. The Australian website just got shut down. So I'm actually contacting them now and working out if I can help sell them through my website because they said it kills COVID, which it does. Um, obviously you can't say those type of things anymore. You can't use the word cure or detox or probably anything like that.
0: So. <laughs> you probably just got this yeah, podcast. <laughs> I'm fine yes. with, I mean, I'm good. If it's five minutes and 10 people hear it, then, Hey, <laughs> like those 10 people are going to go talk to 10 more people, right? That's how it works. But yeah, they don't benefit from. You being a healthy, uh, elevated, conscious person, they don't benefit from that. They benefit from keeping you weak, keeping you toxic, keeping you full of metals, keeping you reliant like a duck on a breadcrumb at the park. You know.
2: Thank you, Michaela. Uh, Thanks, I love Tom. it.
0: Thank you. And I will put everything you guys talked about in the show notes as well. And uh, we'll get this up on YouTube and other different sources. And of course, everywhere that the podcast is heard. So thank you guys so much for, for having this conversation. I really appreciate it.
2: Thanks, you welcome.
0: Okay, take care. This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. For more inspiration, check out the links.